we are going to get sidetracked. Let's talk about this later. You're listening to the Nth Cast. I'm Josh. I'm JD. And this is episode, I wish it was 69, yeah. but it's not. It's 68. <laughs> One away. <laughs> One away. It's it's, all, it always feels close, yet far away. It's always within grasp. It's it almost, always eludes me. It's like a unicorn. It's it's Around here, yes. It's exactly <laughs> yeah. that. Around here she too. chased it off <laughs> and sawed its horn off. That's right. And now... And now it's just a horse. Yes, now it's just a horse. Hmm. Uh, actually, that's something that... You know, there never was a unicorn in Preacher that I remember. No. But there could have been. Because oh, it, it had everything else. It would have fit. <laughs> yes. A unicorn would have fit, for sure. <laughs> Jesse would ride a unicorn. Why <laughs> wouldn't it? That's an easiest way to travel. Uh, if you haven't guessed already, this is our Preacher Special. It is. And this will also serve as the inaugural episode of our preacher coverage on Fear the Nth Cast. Fear the Nth Cast. But you guys were with us first, so yeah. you get a taste. Yeah, you like get the first taste. Prima Nocta. Oh, are we doing that? Apparently. Please tell me we're doing <laughs> Why that. Why wouldn't we? Oh. Okay, we probably don't want to do that. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm having second thoughts. The more we thought about it, you know, that's a bad idea. That's a bad, bad idea. Just because you have the right doesn't mean you should. <laughs> it, also mean, it also doesn't mean that you want to. Well, we've seen Jurassic <laughs> Park just because they could. They didn't stop to think if they should. So we're not going to be like those scientists. We're going to think things through. And I think uh, Seth Rogen and his partner, Evan Goldberg. I think that's right. I don't know. Doesn't matter. It, whatever. He's American. Who cares? <laughs> uh, how a Canadian and American ever became friends, I'll never understand. Eh, it's not a real friendship. <laughs> Where was I going with that? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. Let's get started. Cool. Here we go. We're go ahead and fire it up. What we're gonna do? We're not gonna we're not gonna talk for a whole hour and a half. But what we are going to do is we're gonna establish we're going to establish our thoughts of the pilot episode of Preacher. And we're also going to talk about uh, some of the differences between it and the source material, which there will be quite a few. There, quite a few already, and they should necessary, I would think. We'll we'll talk about our thoughts on casting. We'll talk sure. about maybe some of the likes and dislikes in the episode overall. Uh, and then later on, we're also going to talk about some comic series that uh, we we think should be adapted for. Well, the small screen, probably. Yeah, not movies, actual TV shows. Yeah, uh, so buckle up. It's, get ready. It's going to get bumpy because this material is out of control. It's already bumpy. So let's just talk about the start of the episode because it looks like this old school 70s animation. And you're like, what is, what is happening? Where, where Is this the right show? But then it, it went straight into the show. I was like, oh, that's a really interesting beginning. I really liked that a lot. That's one of my favorite parts of the show. Very B-movie yeah. influenced. 
uh, like an old, like old, old school B movie. And uh, I was like, well, what, what, what is happening? Where am I? What, what is this? <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah. I love that. I thought that was great. And I loved the first scene. It kind of started the tone off as like this church in Africa, someone preaching and then whoom. He gets knocked over, and people think it's a miracle. He stands up, and he's got this really overpowering voice, and he's like, I am the chosen one. I am the prophet, and then skadoosh. Yes. Well, he, he told them. He used the power the, to— The word of God. And the word of—well, technically, yes. Oh, so the other thing that we need to say is that we're going to try our hardest not to spoil the— source material yes we're going to talk about the episode uh we're going to talk about things where it deviates but we're going to try our best not to spoil anything that happens in the actual graphic novel Mm -hmm. uh because you should read that you should that's that's like required reading it's vastly okay i'll just go out and say it is vastly superior sure uh but damn it what what source material isn't show me someone that didn't think the book was better right no, there's there's nothing. I said that backwards. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you, we all know what you meant. It's late. Yeah, show me someone that thinks that the show is better than the comic, and I will show you someone who's wrong. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> See, that's why we do. That's this. why we do this. That's why we do We're, this. Shit. We we understand what each other mean. Uh, one of the first things I think dev- the deviations, if you will, mm-hmm. is they really over the whole episode, really kind of slow everything down and show us kind of a, I wouldn't say the episode's a slow burn, but they show a slow burn from Jesse's perspective because Mm -hmm. in him trying to be a preacher and be a good man, that is not how it goes in the comics, the comics yeah. just hits you right in the face from page one, mm-hmm. and he's over all that shit already. Yeah, he and he's kind of reminiscing back to when it changed, right? Versus, and I think they did a really good job of introducing all the characters, television wise, because you got a little bit of everybody's backstory, just a little bit, mm-hmm. and what they're capable of, what they kind of stand for, and who who they are as characters. And so I thought that was really well done because. Just sitting at a diner and reminiscing may not have worked for television. No, 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 no. It's too static. Yeah. And unless you're Tarantino, right. sitting in a diner is probably not going yeah, to work. Yeah, that door's a whore. I mean, <laughs> any two boards, <clears throat> nail them. But, okay, the gag with the church sign, crack me up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The whole time, hoping your ass is in holes. That was too funny. Yeah. It's he's cool. coming. It's yeah. He's coming. <laughs> coming today. <laughs> You're gonna bleed. Uh but no, I I I I think the casting's great. I think I I, mm-hmm. I think that Dominic Cooper's going to be great. I wish I could pull off that haircut. That's a that is a bitchin' haircut. It which, really is. Okay, minor spoiler. That is not the haircut he starts off with in the comic. <laughs> no, it is a the, greasy, wild kind of like mane, almost like a uh, permanent, long permanent type. Yeah, it's pretty awful. It's, it is pretty awful. It wouldn't have worked. He wouldn't. It wouldn't have been near as dreamy. He does cut his hair later in the series. Oh yeah, 
But, but uh, I mean, if I could pull off that haircut, I sure, sure, sure would. He's rocking it. He's rocking it. So I think Donovan Cooper was a really good call. What do you think of the other characters? I think, I think uh, Cassidy is going to be good, but it, and I've seen a lot of other people complain about this as well. It's like he's not wearing his sunglasses. Why is he not wearing his sunglasses? I'm like, eh, I can get over that. I he put them on. When he, he jumped out of the plane, he put them on. He did, but in the series, he wore them all the time, and there actually is a reason for yes, that. Sure. Uh, which is, again, another reason why I love the series. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you haven't picked up Preacher, you need to go pick it up, please. It <laughs> yes. ran for 66 issues. I think there was like four miniseries for about four issues each, and then I think another special. There's five, there's 75 total issues. There was one, There's four one-shots, and then there's the Saint of Killers mini-series, mm-hmm. and I think that's four or five. They're all worth your time. Yeah. And in fact, I think you can probably find them online for free. I, I yeah. think you have to read them all individually. I think that's sure. probably true. I'm not sure what that website was, but I'm old school. I need to have it in hand. Yeah. Well, it's more fun to read that way. You I mean, old hand, you feel it and you can look at it closely. It needs know. to, it just needs to be in my hand. I need to feel the weight of it. Yeah. I, I need to slowly <laughs> turn the pages. Slowly turn them with your white gloves on. Mm-hmm. While you're uh, reading, but no, I thought um, I thought I don't have a problem with tulip. You know, I no. think I think some people will because some people are dicks. But <laughs> I think you have to update it for 2016. I think you have to I, come on. This was 21 years. 20. Yeah. Let your mind wrap around the fact that this this came out 21 years. This started 21 years yeah. ago. That's a while back. That is a while back. Um, how about wrap your mind around this? Uh-oh. Today's date, May 25th, mm-hmm. was the day that the Star Wars, original Star Wars came out. Oh, that's right. 39 years ago. Does that make you feel today. old? Yes, it does. Makes me feel <laughs> very old. <laughs> that's okay. Don't, you're not I'll get over old. it. You, you, are you I'll, over it yet? A little. Okay, good. Nah. I'm glad. I'll get over it. So, did you any of the scenes really stand out? Because I know we're, we've got it playing in the background, but we don't want to just kind of follow along. Any of the scenes really stand out, or acting moments or performances where you're just like, you know what, that was really good. I thought Tulip's introduction was a borderline. Well, no, not borderline. It was over the top. Oh yeah, it was crazy. Uh. A, maybe a little cons- inconsistent with the source material, mm-hmm. but again, I'm okay with it. Yeah, because she's not that much of a badass. Well, not only that, but she's not a big fan of guns no, either. She's not. I love how we said we're not going to try to spoil the source well, material. That, that didn't spoil that's anything. Not, yeah, that's, yeah, that's not really. That's in the first four pages. Hey, H- Hodor dies, okay? <laughs> and Captain America is a agent of Hydra. <laughs> So well, there's well, your spoilers. Well, I bet we, <laughs> I bet we get tweeted about that. I hope so. I'm oh sure my we, God. I bet we get tweeted more than once. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, I don't care. You know, I I agree with you. The tulips introduction was a little over the top, and I, it makes me. That's the only character that I may be a little concerned that they're going to change a lot 
But that, I mean, like you said, I'm okay with it. Like I liked her character in the comic, but to update and to maybe make it more agreeable with the television medium, you might need to change her a little bit. And I'm sure that the uh, creators wouldn't mind either. But I'm willing to overlook a lot of things because I think Ruth Neg is going to crush it. Oh, yes. And there were, I think she was already crushing it in this episode, but I've been a fan of her uh, for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, and I loved her as uh, Flowers on mm-hmm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. And uh, she did something about her. Just It just seems like it comes very natural to her. And uh, the, her in, the scene with her and Jesse in the car. In the car. That, that was pretty cool. Yes. That was pretty cool. Like, um, so to get back to, to what were some of the things that I really liked was that exchange there. Uh, basically I, I don't, he told her, I, I can't h- hate you. I wouldn't know how. Right. And her response was, don't make me, don't, don't make, make me show me, you, don't make me teach you or yeah, make yeah, you show you. Yeah. And I was like, that, that played really well. They, they've got a good chemistry and I, at least I think, and I, and that, that, that felt right to me. Oh, um, I agree. And I really liked Dominic Cooper the whole time. You can tell that he's struggling with trying to be a good man when he doesn't want to be, especially that one church member that's always complaining about his mom, oh, that guy. And he just keeps saying over and over, just open your heart and tell so her the truth. Good. Tell her, tell <laughs> the truth, open your heart. Just tell her all the stuff that you just told me because you know, we've all met people like that. Oh God. That they complain about the same thing over and over. They don't know boundaries. They don't know when to stop. You have to walk out of the room to get them to leave you alone. And then they follow you. Like you, I'm going to go to the bathroom and they follow you in the bathroom. And you can imagine they would abuse that privilege of someone being a pastor or a preacher because oh, that's sure that's part of their job is listening to people's problems. But oh, by the way, problems you're bringing to me, this is bullshit stuff. And this, when I I tell you the same thing every time, just tell her what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. Don't bitch about it to me. Yeah. Tell her I can't <laughs> fix the problem. Yeah, Op- open your heart. Tell her the truth. So, what did you think about how that ended up? I thought that was. Awesome. I think it was really a really. It was quite literal. What it was quite literal. Well, it's another thing where you have to be careful of the words that you use, especially because words have power. And so you got to be careful when people are going to take you literally. Okay. You got to word this correctly so that. My brother's like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, but he's very serious minded. And uh, mm. what was it? He called me one time. And he's like, I have some very dire news. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and he's like, oh, dad's died or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and he goes, it's like, uh, Allison Chains broke up. <laughs> exactly. It was some <laughs> stupid shit like that. They're they're not going to make any more games for Nintendo 64. Oh, my God. Well, that's great because that platform's been out for a decade. They've changed the Super <laughs> Smash Brothers they're using on the Pro Tour from 64 to Wii U. Oh. It's like, why are, why are we even having this discussion? <laughs> I have dire news. And I told him, too. I said, you can't open with stuff like that unless people die, people are dead. Oh, yeah. I tell people that. They're like, hey, can we talk? I'm like, no, a, don't a, say that. Be like, hey, you got a sec or something like Hey, can we talk is always followed by bad news. I'm like, you got to word things differently. Oh, well, when your lady comes at you with that. Yeah. Hey, we need uh, to talk. We need to talk. No, we don't. Disagree. I have another one on speed dial. Disagree. I've had a good time. Uh, The the ride was great. 
Uh, but I'll see you on yeah. down the road. Uh, to the left. <laughs> Yeah. You go that Don't way. Don't let that door hit you exactly. on your way out. Get I love. I out. I also love the townspeople because my uh, my parents. Uh, you well, know, did you grow up in this town? Yeah, you grew yeah. up in a small town from in Texas. You know, it wasn't called Anvil, but um, Anvil. <laughs> totally, totally this way. You know, people people know everybody. Everybody knows everybody's business, and there's groups that agree and disagree. I mean, <laughs> it just cracked me up. I was like, oh yeah. This is fantastic. I know what this is like. People who aren't from Texas don't understand. I always loved it when uh, people would, you'd see people talking and you'd, you'd, you'd hear them say, oh, well, that's so-and-so's boy. And it was like, meh, 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 meh. I'm like, oh, fuck you. You don't know me. Right. You're, you're ascribing uh, my character to someone that's not me. Right. Well, when, well when <laughs> Stop people, it. people judge you based off of your family. Family name, yeah. Mm. And, mm. Mm. That's that's why I had to move. Yeah, have you ever seen Making a Murderer? That's what they do. Like, oh, uh, them Averys. Them Averys are known to cause trouble. Oh, you know them. Exactly. <laughs> them Avery boys. They know, they nothing but trouble. Yeah, them. Another, well, not another, but my first dislike, mm-hmm. and I think I'll get over it, is I'm not completely sold on the casting of Hugo Root. I felt like he should be someone a little more physically imposing. And he he seemed like he was maybe a little more mamby-pamby than, um, than I'd like him to be. Sure. But I'm willing to let – I would say with all of this, I'm willing to let some of these things grow on me because I think over time I'll understand the story that they're trying to tell. Sure. And it'll definitely fit. Um, but, you know, he's dealt with some shit. He's had he's a got rough a, go. He's got it. a hard road to hoe yeah. with uh, Eugene, <laughs> which I think the kid they got for that um, was Eugene, which they haven't they're not calling him Arseface yet. Well, it's because Cassie hadn't met him. Yes, correct. <laughs> that is correct. But I mean, the scene that he did with Preacher, like underneath all that makeup and the emotion he was able to convey, and you're like, oh my gosh, this kid. This kid can really act because to do that with all that on your face and not being able to move your mouth and articulate the way that you normally could, but just tell the story with his eyes and his, oh, it was really. It was good. It was good. And I think soon we're going to find out uh, why he looks that way. Yeah. Yeah. They they dropped some hints in mm-hmm. some of the paraphernalia and things that are in his room. They sure did. And so uh, without spoiling it, because that's, I mean, that's a pretty key plot point. Um, yeah. It is. Uh, it, it, it'll give you some perspective. You once you hear that, I'll kind of give you pr- some perspective if you look back on this scene and understand why he's he wanted to talk to uh, Jesse and um, you know why he wanted to understand uh, if God would forgive him. And yeah. it introduced us to this idea of when he prayed, he didn't feel like God heard him anymore, and that's mm-hmm. very that's very key. To, to the Preacher series. and I mean, because Jesse does that later in the series, too. He's In this episode, he's like, one more time. And then he prays, yeah. no, no answer. He's like, that's what I thought. Well, even when he's talking to uh, the boy at the beginning, which oh, is yeah. the son of the, the couple. God, I can't remember the names now. Uh, the couple. Donnie. That, uh, yes. Uh, the one that's uh, put, laying his hands on his wife, and the boy wants him to. Heard guess teaches dad a lesson. I don't he, like him because he heard that before you became a preacher, you did some stuff. You did things and things. You did some things. Uh, he he uh, 
he had mentioned that, well, he told the boy to pray for him. The boy was like, oh, great. Yeah, pray for me. That's going to help me. Yeah, yeah. Great. Pray for me. Appreciate you. Pray for me, preacher. Um, but he had mentioned that, it, you know, he, he would, but came to the same conclusion that he's not, not convinced that it would do any good. Yeah. And this is all very key mm-hmm. uh, to the overall driving plot uh, behind the preacher series. And yeah. I don't know if I mentioned it yet. No, you correct haven't. me if I haven't. But the big idea, I think, for this episode and probably for the the series as a whole, is it's about people searching for answers. Yeah. Well, because- and there's a lot of big questions that are going to be asked. And I think the preacher comic book series really drives home a point about religion. Sure. Organized religion. Yeah, and, and the, the artist, evils behind that. The author's opinion of it. Yes. Yeah. I would say that the comic itself was very agenda-driven. Oh, absolutely and I, it was. It, and I don't get a sense that the, ser- the the TV series is going to be as blatant about that. I, I get a sense that they're going to ask questions that are going to then – not answer right. them to allow us to come to our own conclusions, which I absolutely love. But I'm not, I don't, I'm not shitting on the comic saying that I didn't, even though the uh, Garth Ennis had an agenda mm-hmm. and had this point and was putting the, I mean, it was in your face. Um, it, it didn't take away from the enjoyment because he's a brilliant, brilliant writer. Yeah. Um, well, so I, I think that the, with the TV medium, you can't be that agenda driven. No, and I think that no, Seth, no, no, no. You turn a lot of people off. Yeah, and I think Seth Rogen understands that, and that's why he's <laughs> he's making some of the changes that he's making. And he's just like, you know, we're we're going to ask these questions and still put the big idea, like you said, out there of people asking questions and searching for answers. But we're not going to draw the conclusions for you. Mm-hmm. That's something. That TV, I think, giving that good TV gives the viewer the opportunity to come to their own conclusions. We will give you the information you need to think about, but you are the one that needs to process it. We're not going to do that for you. I love the Cassidy introduction scene. Oh my gosh. That was fantastic. I also love that they spread out the action pieces, they weren't like too close together. Yes. They they spread it out. It was nice. It's like you have some great action. David will slow it down. Here's some more action. Mm-hmm. But that that introduction was great. And I uh, Joseph uh what is his last name? Gilgan. Gilgan. Uh he has such an expressive face. He does. And he he really some of the mannerisms and things that he's doing, they they just they just make me laugh. They make me chuckle when he de- like the, yeah. the, the, like when he's talking to the guy and he does the one eye and right. just kind of, you know. You need to learn the Spanish word for gerbil in your ass. <laughs> that's that's where we're going, boyo. I love <laughs> exactly. I love um, the accents like almost over the top, and I love it. It really is. Uh, I love the fact that he grabs the umbrella before he jumps out. I'm like, what the fuck is he grabbing? Mary the Poppins. Umbrella? Yeah, it, yeah. Clearly, uh, <laughs> pouring the blood through the through the through the, through the bottle. He, he thrown half the bottle through the dude's chest, <laughs> and he's like. That that was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, but him, 
having that, I couldn't quite figure out why the hell would they lure him onto this uh, uh, airplane, mm-hmm. these these vampire hunters right. onto an airplane, and then they're just they're living it up. And then once he figures out, oh, the jig is up. Okay, now let's right. fight because they're all doing lines of blow and shit like that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and they're all drunk off their ass. I would think. I would think that if you're a vampire hunter and you've got this guy doing lines of blow with you yeah. and just living it up, you'd be like, hey, this sort of bitch is not so bad after all. Right. I could hang with this guy. Right. Or <laughs> do you put something in the blow so that you incapacitate the vampire? Maybe. Right? I don't know what that would be. I know wood chunks. Because they show the holy water. That was funny. Wood chunks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it get in your bloodstream, get in your heart. You know, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. That's a new method of killing a vampire. I am aspirate wood chunks. I have thought of this. I've would it have to be a hardwood or yes, like teak? Why not? God, how would you mash that up that small that it would go into the? It had to be sawdust. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you instead of putting flour in the blow to make it more, you just put sawdust. I thought you you had to, the steak had to go through the heart. Well, it would eventually get to the heart, wouldn't it? That's an interesting thought. I never thought about okay, that before. Okay, we are going to so- get sidetracked. Let's talk about this later. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought, well, that's a good idea. Hmm. Hmm. Or like where they put like silver in the air. Like in the, they, what, okay. Oh, never mind. Back to Preacher. The other thing that I liked was we see that this entity that we will goes into yet. a Preacher. Well, because we hasn't been named yet. More than More than one Preacher. Yes, I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's almost like they've taken the what we know from the source material and they've backed it up a little bit. Yeah, like we tried we <laughs> you know. It was too funny when they did it to Tom Cruise though. Oh. Yeah. Well, it totally makes sense though because but every one of them is is a religious I just laughed. <laughs> Tom Cruise self-combusted today. On that, stage. that that was hilarious. I was like, "What, what did he do to Seth Rogen?" Well, they only mentioned the 3, but I think there might have been more. Oh, I'm sure. Right. Uh, so we had the preacher, which appeared to be an honest to goodness traditional Bible thumping. Yes, uh, I would. I would. It, it, it suggests that it's a, a Christian uh, preacher, and then you've got it goes into uh, yeah, Orthodox. The, it looks like like a Russian uh, Orthodox. Did, did you did you watch the same scene I watched? Did, where was it? That was a Church of Satan. That was. A, oh, was it? Yes. Oh, did I you didn't. not? That yeah, was. Oh yeah, my my satellite was being weird. They okay, because it was a magister. Oh, was and it? And then you, the, then when the door closed, it was the sigil, the, uh, the Baphomet. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't see any of that. Oh, really? Mm. Oh no. no, and that's what I'm saying is yeah, I love yeah. the fact that it this entity went into uh, like what I would perceive as a a Christian mm-hmm. man, and then into a a a follower of the I guess would be the Church of Satan. Satan. I don't know if I'm saying that. I don't know. Somebody will tweet us and correct us. Um, okay. And then uh, Tom Cruise, of course, <laughs> being, sci- sci- being a member of Scientology yeah. and probably the most recognizable, yeah. uh, maybe not most recognizable. That, he's a prominent member. He's a prominent figure within yeah. that belief system, system, yes. cult, whatever you want to call it. I'm sure we'll get mail on that yeah. one too. Wow. Just if lost have, the rest of the listeners. If we have any Scientologist uh, uh, listening, uh, well, I'm going to shut my mouth. Yeah, that's, that's somebody tough. Anyway. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> I respect 
everyone's everybody has a right to believe what they want to believe. Just as everyone has a right to disagree, be wrong. Sure. I, well, my cousin, <laughs> I, I have cousins that are Scientologists. Oh, do you? I do. Interesting. I do. We have, yeah, we have interesting discussions. I can imagine. Yeah. So, um, Look at that, we talked about all the character introductions. I really liked the introduction of preacher's other side in the bar scene because mm, okay. he's trying to do the right thing. Going to talk to the wife. Cause he hears like, he's like, okay, I'm, oh. I'm gonna try to help. And then she of course is like, but I, I like it. I like it when he burns me with them tea kettles and he just looks at her like, no, 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 no you don't. No. Well, let's no. back this up for a second because, okay, that's a contrast from the source, right? Yes. Because, uh, he was over all it already. Oh yeah. That he's like, I, I'm not doing, no, I'm not having any of this crap. Right. But in the series, he's still trying to be a good man and try to f- fit into this mold of being a preacher, even though clearly he's it's not yeah, something he's do- he should be doing. He's doing what he thinks he should do. And it's not the family business. As a preacher. As they will lead you to leave. So right. I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. Yeah, it's, it's, a, weird, it's a weird dichotomy. So, the, so that's why I'm saying uh, <laughs> dichotomy. Great. Um that's why I feel like they've kind of backed it up a little bit yeah. and we're getting a little bit of prequel. And so I, I feel he's going to get to that point. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's why they called this one episode zero and then episode so? one. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. They call it the pilot episode zero. Right. I've never, I don't think I've, I've ever know, seen that. Before. No, usually episode zero would be like, Hey, we're going to have to do something before this. I don't know. Mm. But okay. So in the bar scene, after he talked to the wife and he's, he's trying still to be the preacher. Like, hey, we don't need to talk about this. We don't need to argue. You know, I was trying to help. And he was fine until the dude's like, all right, I know the little shit that told you. So it looks like I got another beat in the hand out here here when I'm done. And that's when he's like, you know what? You done fucked up. You done (laughs) fucked up. You have just pushed my jackass button. Right. And were you intimidated when he told he's like, you're going to hear a sound. Does it sound like I was like, oh shit, like a bunny caught in a trap? Yeah, and you're gonna recognize, you're gonna know when it happens because you're gonna be the one making it. I I, I wouldn't mess with him. No, I mean anyone that uh, eschews violence and does everything he can to avoid it, but then gets to the point where it's like, okay, let's throw down. I'm like, mm, this this fucker knows some shit, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, and I don't know what he knows. But I'm going to assume he knows more than I do. Right. I'm play fighting a Civil War reenactment, <laughs> so I know how to fight. But the, that scene was really well done because you know, he starts off, and then after he hits like the third or fourth guy, you just see that little smile on his face, and you're like, oh, there it is. He may have done this a time or two. <laughs> there it is. I loved it. I thought I was like, okay, that's a great introduction to – because you could tell a little bit if you hadn't read the comics that he's struggling – for some reason, but you don't know why. And they're giving you more and more and more. And then you get to that scene and you're like, okay, some, something's really up with this guy. It's kind of like a uh, Russell Crowe's character in uh, The Quick and the Dead, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as soon as they throw him that gun and he's just like... Twirling around, yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to, but I can kick ass if I have to. Right. You get one bullet. That's all That's I need. That's all I need. <laughs> if you have any money, the Lord provides me with everything I need. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you say. I enjoyed that. Movie. Oh, I love that movie. I love that movie. Anything else about this? Oh, you so you had that one dislike. Um, any other dislikes for you? I had one. No, go. 
Uh, I, the character uh, Emily mm. Woodrow, mm-hmm. you could tell she's sweet on old preacher. Oh, and he's oblivious. Yeah, she kind of throwing herself at him. Yeah, I mean, there's that scene in the diner. She's like, I'm, "Please save me from these kids." She's please. like, "I'm making she, myself available." What do you mean I'm not making myself available? I'm, I mean, I'm practically sitting here telling you that I want you, and clearly, uh, she, and clearly, she she wants you because you see the end result. Yeah. She's done this a time or two. Yeah. She, she's got some kids. She, she don't know how to swallow a pill on a daily basis apparently (laughs) (laughs) pull out game is weak (laughs) truly (laughs) but truly uh the reason i'm concerned is because it it ain't got no rubber in that town (laughs) what's going on anvil no 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 no. only only Uh -uh. i'm worried that they're setting her up as a love interest for him and i don't think i don't see how that would play Mm. based off the comic he doesn't need that distraction Mm. And so I'm. I mean, that, I'm with you. I'm could, with you. I could I, be wrong. It could just be like he's going to get out of town one day and not see her ever again. But I don't. I don't see the need to have a love interest to try and keep him there and confuse him. Well, no, I don't. Th- and I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I, but I, I'm with you. I think I'd be okay with it if it stays a one way, sure, uh, 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 relationship where she just wants him. Yeah, you know. And that'll create some tension, but I don't think he would ever. Yeah, I mean, as long as it stays the way it is, cool. But if they set it up and like he's he's like, oh, or someone tells him like she's sweet on you, and he starts to think that you. Mean. I think they probably threw this character in because uh, basically the story they're trying to tell, they need to have him tethered in some way, to and all. Tethered to someone that's normal because Tulip and Cassidy are not normal. No, not at all. At all. So I felt like that was just a way to kind of keep him grounded in that sense. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, I mean, I hope, I hope that's what it is. I hope it's not anything more than that because that would be weird and unnecessary to the overall plot of the story. And I think she's really the only one so far that is unique to the TV series. Yeah. So far. So we've far. Seen. Um, little, little tidbits here and there, nods to, nods to the comic book. Sure. Uh, you caught the fact that uh, when he got up, he has a tattoo on his back. Mm-hmm. Same tattoo that's on the forearm of whoever's holding a gun to his daddy's head in those mm-hmm. flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I have some speculation as to who that might be. Sure. I don't want to get into that just yet. Or the meat factory. We don't need to talk about that. Uh, yeah. That should be coming up soon because uh, Jackie Earl Haley is playing uh, Odin. Odin. Odin yeah. Quinn Cannon. Oh gosh, I don't know how they're gonna. Yeah, that character in general, I don't know how they're gonna play that on mm, TV. There's some stuff that's done with meat that shouldn't be done with meat. Somebody really um, loves meat. That's all I'm gonna man. say. Man, and then uh, Elizabeth Perkins plays his wife, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she has Viola, um, Viola, and Odin. So clearly, vampires do not die when they hit the ground. I mean, no, he's just a little bit everywhere. They're immortal. Well, I understand that. Okay. And he. Do you understand that? Yeah. Though? And I also understand <laughs> that they didn't put wood in that Coke. But they could have. But they could have. But they did not. That was a missed opportunity. <laughs> they should have listened to the end cast. He. Everybody should. <laughs> well, there is that. God, how do you get through the day? 
I don't. I was too dirty. How else are you getting educated on things that you need to know? Things that I don't know. Things that are important. God, more important than, well, (laughs) man, he just waylaid that cow. Boy, he's like, oh, aren't you a sight for sore eyes? (laughs) Sight for sore eyes. (laughs) No, they're, they're after me lucky charms. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of. Austin Powers. They're all after me lucky charms. <laughs> Did you get it? The the kids cereal. You you need you hear yourself, yes, right? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> what else? Anything else about this episode that you wanted to mention? Or did you want to Um You know, I'm trying to be careful because I that's, don't that's what I, that's I don't want I don't want to give away I feel like uh, if we were just doing it on the preacher coverage, we could talk about it more. But since we're doing it on Inthcast, I don't want to give away because this audience would probably go read the comic if they hadn't. Good point. So, Are you saying that on Fear the Inthcast, when we do whatever we talk about, people don't read the source material? Well, there's none for Fear the Walking Dead. So. True. So we're fine there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and clearly, we don't read The Walking Dead. <laughs> well, is that a comic? <laughs> I I don't even know, oh, dude. I thought it was like a newspaper article or something. I think so. No. Uh, if it wasn't for The Walking Dead, we wouldn't have Preacher. Preacher, the television series. That's absolutely true. This is, this wouldn't work. Yeah, because groundbreaking. That, absolutely. And we need to give it its props because there's so many shows that are going to come after it that wouldn't need that, – that just – no one would get. It took eight years. It took eight years for Seth Rogen to get to this point. Right. Let alone the people before that tried to adapt the material. Right. right. And so think about that for a second. Walking Dead paved the way. Sure people, did. People with the money saw that. Oh, I can take a comic book. I can turn it into something that is going to be a phenomenon that people are going to eat up like it's candy and sure. it's just going to be everywhere and they want more and they're not going to stop. And I think this series has a potential to maybe even one day get right up there with the walking dead. I think, I so think it has the potential. I'm not saying it's there now. Um, I think it has the potential, right? If they do it right, if they do it justice, uh, because the source material is so creative and so interesting, there's a lot that can be done with it. The world is so vast and there's so many different things. You don't even understand yet, if you've not read the comic, what the possibilities are because they don't stay in Anvil. They right. go all over like a few because places, there's a yeah. job for him to do and see they haven't even explained what his job what he needs to do right. going forward or why or why yeah. and he may not know for a few episodes mm-hmm. which is okay because he doesn't even know that the words that he spoke caused his parishioner to go confront his mother and show her his heart open his heart open his heart tell her the truth be brave open your heart but he did it so that gives you an inkling to his power, the power that that this entity uh, <laughs> right. that he that is fused with him, and he didn't explode, but he'd been out for about three three days. Yeah, he was out for a while. Oh, they probably thought he was just on a hellacious bender. <laughs> I don't know if I could let somebody sleep for three days and not be really concerned. Well, especially in their room at home. 
you know, take, yeah. some, take someone to the hospital. Like, dude, he hasn't woken up in 48 hours. I think something's wrong. Would you not start to get dehydrated? Even know. though you're in a, your metabolic state, your metabolism would be. Sure. Infinitely well, slow. Right. If you're not waking up to use the restroom or to eat or refuel or something, yeah, I would be concerned. I mean, I've slept for a day. Yeah. And, and if you're sick, sometimes it just happens. Sure. But that's your body's way of fighting off. Things, any, any more than that, I almost feel like, well, should you try to wake the dude up and right. make sure he get you, you need some water, right. something? Right. Maybe some Pedialyte. Move, yeah. Maybe like a Pedialyte popsicle or move, something. Move his muscles around so he doesn't get bed sores. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Flip him. Yeah. Flip him. <laughs> Turn him on the left. Now Flip right. Yeah. He's bruising on this side. <laughs> yeah, it's like a rotisserie chicken. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. No, I, I really enjoyed the first episode. I thought it just got me excited for the series. I think it did an excellent job of setting up what's going to come, of giving us a little bit of backstory so we have an idea of what they're what they're about. But, you know, knowing the source material like we do, I'm really excited to see what they do. And I think they did it justice the first time. I, I think so, too. I, I think that we just need to take a step back, realize that there's no way you could do a straight-up adaptation of the source material. <laughs> no, no, there's not. Just get over it. You couldn't even do that shit on HBO. Oh, no. No, no. 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 And because some of it's just borderline depraved. It would just be oh, straight up. yeah. Just be straight up. That's not, I think borderline is a generous <laughs> term. Some of it's just depraved. Some of it is depraved. Yeah. But not necessarily just for the sake of being depraved. No, it fits the story that they built and the world that they're in. Absolutely. So let's let this breathe. Let's let them, let's give, I'm willing to give them the whole season to see how it all plays out. I'm going to watch. Oh, sure. I'm, they did more than enough to hook me in. I feel that the characters are engaging. Mm -hmm. I feel like I want to hear more about their stories Mm -hmm. and it's going to be fun. It's like, oh, wow. Because it's going to be fun to say, hey, this is new. This is fresh. I'm not going to sit there and complain about, oh, uh, you know, they're supposed to do it this way. This is a key scene that they took out of the book. I like when it gets freshened up, but then I also like the little little nods to stuff. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I remember that. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, it really shouldn't be any different than the experience that we have watching The Walking Dead. They're going to change shit up. And... Uh, we, you know, here we're almost, we're, we're going into the seventh season and, you know, it is, it's huge. And, you know, I, I think that people have embraced the fact that characters are going to have to be merged. New characters are going to have to be introduced, mm-hmm. let them tell their story, let yeah. it breathe yeah. and just enjoy the ride. We've already heard the story one way. Now they're going to adapt it and change it a little bit. So let's see what they do. You ready to talk about some of the other series? Yes, let's do it. Okay, cool. So we thought it would be fun to discuss uh, for a bit uh, some of the other comic series that we we personally enjoyed and would personally love to see uh, adapted into a TV series. Yes. And uh, I think one of the first ones that we agreed Both, upon, yeah. so we'll just talk about that one first, yeah. is Why the Last Man. Yes. Why would you want to see that as a TV it's just, series? It's an interesting 
interesting idea, and it's kind of along the Walking Dead lines, post-apocalyptic. There's a, a sickness that wiped out all the... I'm going to spoil it. It's been out No, whatever. it's fine. It's been out for a long time. This is Brian K. Vaughn. Brian K. Vaughn. Another phenomenal writer. Yes. And the, the way he writes it, I think, is easily adaptable for television. Mm-hmm. Is one of the reasons. But Very cinematic. Sickness that has wiped out all the men, except for one. So everyone with a... Um, Y chromosome. Y chromosome. Yes. Actually, all mammals yes, with a all Y mammals. chromosome, except for one dude, York, and his monkey. And his monkey. And they survive for some reason. So you'd think it would just be coming, it, the, it would just end up like, oh, he's going to impregnate the world and <laughs> repopulate. <laughs> but but the, just the, <laughs> it's a weird dynamic to see people like the women, and this, I don't want this to sound sexist, so if it does, I'm sorry, but like the women trying to... That's like, spoiler alert, right. I'm about to say something right. sexist. Right. If, <laughs> if someone says, starts off a sentence with, I pay my taxes, they're about to be an asshole. I mean, it's just, it's just the truth. So, but the, to see the women fighting for uh, power and the struggles that they have that's usually reserved for male characters or trying to assume the male roles that were that were there before, and now that there's no men, it's women having to fill them, is really an interesting dynamic, and it's weird to watch the power struggle mm-hmm. and the different characters and what they're fighting for. And it's not just for for possession of the man so they can have babies. It's way more and way deeper than that. It's just an interesting idea that oh, yeah. it's fast. It's one of the best graphic novels I've ever read. Absolutely. And I think that it was heavily influenced by Preacher. Oh, sure. As a matter of fact, I'll completely spoil it because they don't, they don't directly say it. Uh, and the, at some point in the series, why has um, a lighter, and it's the exact same lighter that Preacher had. Really? Custer had, yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. And see, it's, it's, it's an Easter egg that you're not going to get unless somebody tells you anywhere, unless you notice it and sure. you read the two. So great series. I could see that. Why the hell wouldn't AMC pick this up and run with it? Right. Well, I know they've been working on a screenplay and adaptations for a long time. So you never know where that stands. And now with the success of The Walking Dead and now and Preacher. Preacher takes off. It's just like, hey, it's no different than Deadpool. Right. Now they all want to do R-rated now that comic the, book the movies. time is ripe. Yeah. The time They're is like, ripe. oh, we can make money at this? Yes. Then we'll just uh, we'll do whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, but that one for sure, I think that is the, that is a layup. I think, I think this is actually, if I remember reading correctly, is in the pipeline for FX. Which one? Why the last man? Mm-hmm. Really? So hopefully, hopefully they start pushing some of this stuff forward. I'd be all right. I like a lot of the shows that have been on FX. I think they do a good job. Yeah. Anywhere between, you know. As long as it's not a network channel oh no 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 as long as it's not like nbc or cbs i think it'd be fun no uh so no i i think that would be that i think that's first on my list because i think oh yeah that's the other ones i'd be cool with but that one i think would be awesome um another one that uh i had was american vampire that's a little bit more recent you love american vampire i do but i'm a scott snyder fan and Mm -hmm. i don't know if anyone's picked up on this but and shame on us because the art is important and we should talk about that. But I think we're mainly talking about writers first. But sure, 
I tend to follow writers more than I follow artists because it's always story first with me. Now, obviously, there's some there's some artists that I'll pick up everything they do because Absolutely. I love what they do. Yeah. Uh, but primarily for me, it's always been about the writer because the, the ideas and the things that they, they put forth. I so, can't disagree with yeah. you. So I read them more as novels than I do as for the visuals. Scott Snyder, actually him and Stephen King did some of the stories uh, in the original run. And, but American Vampire, I, I, I'm a big fan of, of traditional monsters, uh, vampires, werewolves, all that kind of stuff. But American Vampire is cool because it's about uh, getting a new species of vampire being created in America, kind of this, kind of right. like in the old west. And uh, you know, there's there's the old school vampires. Uh, different different types of things kill them. They have different powers and abilities and but it tells a story not just from the old west, but it goes into various wars mm-hmm. and you know World War Two, and they go to Vietnam at some point. And so I think it's very, it would be awesome to see something like that because you could do, you could almost do it. I'm not anthology doesn't make sense, but you have the same characters, but you could probably do a season. In different times. In different yeah. time periods. And that would just, be interesting. That would be very interesting, and all with the backdrop of, of, of vampires. Because they did that a little with True Blood, you know, like you can see their backstories, like, hey, we're the same, and we're like, we're in medieval France or whatever, yeah. or, or in the Old West. The only thing that concerns me, I guess, is just, you know, vampires are everywhere. Vampires stuff has really died down, though. It, it has. I think. It has. I think. So. A fresh I think cause, approach would help. <laughs> I think because there was a glut of shitty vampire series and material. Yeah. And of course, we're about to have another Underworld. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna watch it. I, of course, I didn't mind the first two, but then after that, I was like, Ugh. yeah, the one where they did the werewolf only story. Like yeah, the, the, the no, Lycan I'm, like, no. I'm done with this. But a. Kate Beckinsale. Always. Sold. And yeah, and leather. Yeah. <laughs> What's next on your list? Uh, this one is another Brian K. Vaughn. Um, it's called Ex Machina. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just an interesting... I like... I want to pick one that's not ongoing because we're running into that shit with Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> you know, like I, I want an ending so that we know we can end it. And I think it's series that don't finish, you're just like, oh, I, well, why can't we finish this? I want a resolution, especially of this story. But it's an interesting story. And I think the subject matter now would be okay because it happens after 9-11. And the only superhero in the world is elected mayor of New York. And so there's this, it's, it's, it's a weird look into the political hmm. powers and also look at his superpowers and it's just fascinating. I'm not going to spoil that one at all. Cause I think that's one everybody should read too, but I think now would be an okay time to talk about September 11 that way. Yeah. And then throw in the superhero kind of comic vibe and then, but also throw in the political mystery seeing all the moves behind things because political shows I think are doing pretty good now too. I think it would be an interesting, interesting story to tell over a television series for three or four seasons. I think you could, I think it would do well. Next on my list is fables. Oh yeah. Bill Willingham, Mark Buckingham. See, I can mention the artist. Yeah. Uh, it's it's funny because if I talk about this, I don't want people to think that I'm shitting on Once Upon a Time on ABC. Which I would hope not. Me and my wife do a podcast just on that. Uh, I'm not saying that at all. We love that show. But Fables is infinitely better 
because it takes fairy tales and it it's like fairy tales after dark. It is. I mean, when you have the big bad wolf as a detective, yeah, and he's solving murders, and it is just, it just, it's just, it's written beautifully. And I would, I, I think you were saying earlier that, oh, they would never do that, or because it w- wouldn't make sense because they do once, once upon, upon a time, time. and yeah. then uh, technically on NBC they do Grimm, Grimm, yeah, and so so CBS needs a show. CBS needs to get off the stick and get something done. But this no, for, no, no. CBS ha- is for old people. They'd have to cancel a CSI or an NCIS. <laughs> yes, right. They can't. They can't do that. Well, maybe it would be uh, NCCIS <laughs> fables. Fables. <laughs> I don't know. I could see. I could see fables being done on a premium cable channel. Sure. Uh, I don't know if you'd want to do it on. Regular cable. No, I think HBO would would be because I think you there's some things that you need to do that you still can't do. (laughs) Not quite there yet. Uh, But no, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic story, and and the the relationship between Snow White and Bigby with the the Big Bad Wolf, Mm -hmm. um, that might be one of the best relationships in comics. Period. Just the way that that's written. Wow. And. it is, it's fantastic stuff. And, if, and again, if you've not ever picked up Fables, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's it's fantastic. You know, it's funny. Why the Last Man, mm-hmm. American Vampire, mm-hmm. Fables, mm-hmm. Preacher. Mm-hmm. These are all Vertigo books Vertigo. by DC. <laughs> yeah. I'm then, sensing a theme. <laughs> well, and Ex Machina is Windstorm. So that's not... Uh, Wildstorm. Wild, that's what I mean. Uh, which did... Uh, was bought by DC. Yes. That was Jim Lee's imprint, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow, look at us. Very DC. People thought we were Marvel guys. We, we like both. We, we showed them. We showed them. <laughs> Did so, you have anything else? No, those are the two main ones that I thought. Preacher was the one that I was waiting for for the longest. I was like, this is this should absolutely be a television show. So the fact that they're finally doing it makes me happy. Yeah, it never, I just, it would never work as a movie. No. Never. You know, and I thought I didn't even thought like Watchmen was a movie, and thinking maybe doing that as a television show would would be good, but it would just be a one season thing. So I don't know that that would be necessary. Mm. And the movie wasn't terrible, so no, it wasn't. So it's probably the best thing Snyder's done outside of Three Hundred. Yeah, oh, definitely. (laughs) Did you hear they hired some? uh, I think Jeff Johns. uh, They're going to kind of take over some of the the duties. they're going to start doing DC's going to start doing movies in house like Marvel. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Well, no, I think it's good because it's going to take some power away from Snyder. <laughs> Which needs to happen. You need to take all the power away from Snyder. <laughs> but here's a here's an interesting thought. I'm going to kind of let's kind of tie everything together. Let's do it. Let's tie everything with let's put a big bow on this some bitch and get out of here. And wrap it up. I was listening to uh Bat, uh Fat Man on Batman. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And this was an interview Kevin Smith did with Joe Casada. Okay. Great episode. Just came out a few days ago or recently. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Okay. It's worth listening to. Joe Casada is a brilliant man, but very down to earth, very realistic. Gotcha. His point was that the reason why any comic book movie, uh, TV series, 
is going to be successful is because they're respectful and lean on the source material. Yes. Now, that doesn't mean they need to do a shot-for-shot, shot, panel-for-panel recreation, but they need to be true to the character. And I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah. Why was Deadpool successful? Oh, it was just like the comic. Because it was a faithful adaptation. It's like he came out of the pages onto the screen. Now, did they do everything exactly that they did in the comic? No. But they got the tone and Mm -hmm. they were respectful. Yeah. I feel like we don't... I think the jury's still out on Preacher. I don't want to sit here and, and call it I think right. it's too soon to call. Oh, yeah. You can't call it on one episode. Well, especially should. a pilot. A pilot is not something that you can usually base a whole no. series off of. No, and it's episode zero, too. Yeah. No, it doesn't even, it's not canon. Yeah. But I think in order for anything to be successful, it needs to be respectful of the source material. Yeah. And I feel like that's going to happen with Preacher because you read interviews by Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. It's kind of been a labor of love for him. Kind of like Deadpool was for Ryan Reynolds. And the guy, yes, and the guy that directed it. Yeah. Uh, so, Tim Miller. And I think that's important. I think, I think you need to understand that I'm going to have to make changes because of the medium and the method of storytelling but you can still be faithful and true to the tone. Right. And I think if you capture that, you're in good shape. So again, great interview with Joe Casada. Okay. I'll check it out. Great, great, great insight uh, into that thought process. So I will check it out. I'm excited to see what happens next. Yeah. Uh, the way that they ended the preacher episode, um, Started to give us some hints. Mm-hmm. We got a couple good old boys in cowboy hats. These are the same guys that were traveling the world. Eating tea bags. Everywhere this end. <laughs> well, they're probably teabagging each other. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. In their spare time. <laughs> what else would they do up there? Although I don't know. I'm not so sure they'd have the equipment. Oh, I've oh. said too much. Oh, have you? I haven't said enough. <laughs> That's me in the corner. Um, <laughs> I'm in the spotlight. Uh, it's here. What's here? What is it? And I'm wonder. I'm curious to see how many episodes we go before we start getting some more. We get some more meaty tid tidbits. Tidbits, because you know I like my meaty tidbits. Yeah. You must work for uh, the meat factory. Well, we're gonna be at Comet Palooza this year again. Again, yay! I don't know. The bar must be very low. <laughs> I don't know know how we keep getting in. I don't know either. This program they got there. We're very convincing. (laughs) Are we? We're very convincing. Who did you blow this time? No, it wasn't me. Nobody? It wasn't me. I sent our lackeys to do it. (laughs) We got got lackeys? Well, the two that are sometimes on this show. Oh. Well, yeah, that one guy, he'd do it for free. Yeah, he would. Whether he was getting a ticket or not. Who do I need to blow? (laughs) Well, this guy? Cool. Get over here. Oh, I was. Oh, I'm not getting anything. It was just for funsies. What? This is the wrong guy. Okay, who's next? <laughs> who's next? Um, Dominic Cooper is going to be there this he year. He is. And I'm excited was, about that. That was just announced. Uh, Carl Weathers was just announced. That should be uh-huh. that should be interesting. Yeah. How's uh, you going? If you are in the Houston area or plan to be in the Houston area, uh, June 17th through the 19th. Or even if you're not currently have plans, make some damn plans. Yeah. Come on down to H Town. 
It's a we'd lovely like place. To see you. Yeah, we'd love to meet you, shake your hand, let you buy us a drink. Why not? I know we're going to record uh, live. We are. You can come Somehow. watch us do the we'll magic. Figure that out. Oh, we'll pull back the curtain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll even put pants on for you. We'll, we'll have to because we'll be Shortly. in public. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we're not. We're not sold on the pants just yet. No. It's going to be a good time. We will. So if you want to learn more about Comic Palooza, check out the website, comicpalooza.com. You can actually buy tickets while you're there. Yeah. Not that expensive. No, it's a pretty. There is a shit ton of things to do. You should really, yeah, really check it out. It gets bigger every year. And it's not, it's not just about coming down and pressing the flesh with any kind of celebrities and whatnot. You can get autographs if that's your thing. That's what you want to do. But there's so many other things. They've got some awesome panels. The panels uh, are one of my favorite things yeah, that they do. I've they, learned a lot. They have a room of nothing but tabletop gaming. Which we're fans of. And you can check out a game and play it. With pe- And they got people sitting there. They got people in the room playing like X-Wing and, and shit mm-hmm. like that. And it's... It's a lot of fun. The well, they got like tables pushed together where you have to crawl under the table and they have like yeah. a hatch. Well, they can pop up. Yeah, they play Warhammer <laughs> and all those games. Warhammer. They do. They play you Warhammer. play Warhammer? Have I you used played to. Warhammer? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I was always a dwarf. I was busy showing a girl my Warhammer, not I playing. I was, I was always the mountain dwarfs. And then, you know. <laughs> I was. Of course you were. Why wouldn't I be? Of course and you were. And then, you know, they, if you're into cosplay, they've got really good cosplay contests every night and things like that. So it's, it's, a, it's a good time. It's 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 a great convention worth going to. It'll be great fun, right? So come on out. We would like to see you, and uh, we want to hear your thoughts on uh, Preacher. Where do you think it's going to go? What are you excited about? Uh, have you had a chance to read the graphic novels? If you just want to, you know, shoot the shit about that, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter at nthcast, or I'm at nthcast metal, or you can drop me an email. Josh at Enthcast. And I'm JD at Enthcast. Enthcast.com. <laughs> you should definitely check out our other shows. Uh, Fear the Enthcast in particular, because that's where the remainder of our coverage for Preacher is going to be. We will go episode by episode, shot for shot. It, yeah. Why not? That's it. That's all we're going to do. Yeah. That's everything. <laughs> you can check that show out at com slash fear. There you go. You were struggling. I'm right getting tired. <laughs> Who am I? Where am I? You're going to want to subscribe to that feed. You are for sure. But uh, only because we're asking nicely. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> we are polite every now and John, then. Are y'all still doing that Dragon Ball? Yeah, show? there's another show we do called Dragon Ballers where we're currently watching y'all Dragon Ball Super. Y'all haven't shut that shit down yet? No, I mean, they're 43 episodes in. We're still going strong. They're 43 episodes. Yeah, we're only 33 32. episodes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But wow. yeah, you can find that. I at thought Inth- y'all would have quit by now. No, we're having a great time. Inthcast.com slash DBZ. Truly. Truly. Subscribe and leave Rate, a review. Review. Five yeah. star. Why not? All that shit. I'm going to cut all this out. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Okay. Because I don't know what to do anymore. Who does? I have no direction. I'm like a ship without a rudder. <laughs> You're like a child who wanders in in the middle of a film. You have no frame of reference. Because we've never heard that reference before. You have no frame of reference. <laughs> exactly. I d- Wait. You got a point there. This is getting meta. It is beyond meta. Hmm. Hey, just remember, folks, if you're going to do anything, fear the nth cast.